welcome back for another video. Not long till FPL's back, so in this video we're going to discuss all the best players to buy ahead of Gaming 9, all the projections used are courtesy of FPL Review. So let's get straight into it and we'll start off with the goalkeepers. There's actually a lot to discuss here. We'll start with Raya, whose projections over the next 5 are lower than the rest, and that's because of Gaming 13 where he's ineligible to play against Brentford because he's on loan from them. West Ham are up against Burnley that week, so it's a really good goalkeeper combo to look at, particularly if you're on a wildcard. Pope's top of the game at 9 projections with 4.2 points, home to Crystal Palace, who are without Eze, who remains injured. Turner was able to hold Palace goalless before the break in a 0-0 draw. Forrester home to Luton, and the only reason that Turner misses out here is because of this slight uncertainty on his expected minutes. Not completely nailed, with Flacadamos waiting in the wings. Given Turner's strong start to the season, it should be his spot to lose though. If we crank Turner's expected minutes up to 94 for Game Week 9, that puts him on 4.1 points. The other goalkeeper to outline here is Allison, who's also projected 4.1, but over the next five, he's top in the league. He's consistently overperformed expected goals prevented season on season, consistently finishes among the top scoring keepers. 5.5 mil is a bit pricey, but he's a great option given that he is top over the next five. If we sort by fixture difficulty over the next 8 game weeks on FPL.page, Liverpool are second only to West Ham. Ariel is a great option for 4.2 mil as well, but a bit of a waste of money to pair of Allison. You may as well go for a 3.9 mil keeper and save the 0.3 mil since you'll never bench Allison anyway. And by the way, Chelsea rock bottom over the next 8 here. They've got a difficult couple of months ahead. Looks like the time to shift Sanchez on if he is your keeper of choice. On to defenders then, and this week Trippier's top once again projected 5.2 points for the Palace fixture. He is becoming increasingly difficult to afford if you're a non-owner, now 6.9 mil. Only Anderson scored more points among defenders this season, and only Cash has registered a higher expected goal involvement. So has the boat sailed with Trippier given the price rises and the fixture against Burnley and Sheffield United out of the way? Clearly the fixtures aren't as appealing, but the answer is no, he's still a great pick. Pulling up the fixture ticket over the next 8 game weeks, Newcastle still ranks 6th best and he's got a return in him in any given fixture, which is what we saw before the break against West Ham, conceding twice but still finishing with 6 points thanks to an assist and 2 bonus. Any time he gets an attack and return he's generally on for bonus. Essentially it's like keeping a clean sheet with 6 points. Meanwhile the other Newcastle defenders finished with 1 point. So on the wildcard, it's a big call to make if you've used draws over the break, because if you're getting Haaland, Watkins, Sun, Saka and Salah, then Trippier chucked on top of that does hurt your team balance. Enablers more important than ever if you're getting them all, we've got quite a few enablers to discuss in this video. If you get Botman or Burn, and that 2.3 mil save lets you switch from someone like Mbumo to Saka, then that's the sort of situation where going without is worth consideration. Elsewhere in the list, Cher and Byrne also top in the projections. Botman not on the list as it stands, though expected to be back fit and start against Palace. His latest post on Instagram says he's coming back stronger than ever, so looking good if you're a Botman owner. Trent is 0.9 points ahead of Trippier over the next 5. If you're looking for a massive differential, he's a fun pick, but given the small gap between their expected output over the next 5, Trent arguably not worth the 1 mil premium. 10-man Spurs just about held onto a clean sheet against Luton before the break. They're home to Fulham this week, so Porro and Adogi both projected to do well this weekend. Fulham are fourth worst for expected goals conceded this season, so these both have high upside. Given only 0.2 mil separates them, and Porro's superior underlying numbers, he is the better pick on paper, if you can find the 0.2 mil. 
So Aston Villa are up against West Ham. West Ham are a pretty lopsided team this season. They've been excellent in attack, but really shaky defensively. They're actually third worst for expected goals conceded this season, which is good news if you own Diaby or Watkins, by the way. Cash is projected 3.2 points, so he misses out here, but he's a great pick longer term. Looking at the next five easiest block of fixtures on FPL.page, Villa are top in the league. So we talked about Rye earlier. Gabriel for 0.1 mil cheaper at 4.7 mil also becoming a popular pick again. One question I have is does Arteta experiment with Partey and right back again? We saw this before his injury and it came at the expense of Gabriel on the back line. It wasn't a particularly successful experiment so perhaps he's learned from that but with Timber injured long term he might want to explore alternative back lines to basically avoid being overly dependent on Zinchenko who has been inverting from the left. The last player to discuss among the defenders is Simicas. Robertson sustained a shoulder injury over the break, so if he's out for a while, then 4.4 mil Simicast looks like a great option on paper, given Liverpool's fixtures and his attack in nature. He got 4 assists from 762 minutes last season, which is about an assist every 190 minutes. Onto the midfielders, and there's some huge projections this week. Hopefully a high scoring game week on the cards, with Salah top on 7 points, Sun on 6.4. Some great options for captaincy this week. Let us know in the comments who you're captaining. Salah delivered before the break with a brace and it was his biggest score of the season so far with 15 points. Sun captains can consider themselves a bit unlucky given the red card for Spurs. Sun was an unused substitute in South Korea's win over Tunisia over the break, so hopefully he's taking it easier which will allow him to recover fully from that injury which has caused Postacoglu to bring him off early in recent games. Now Bruno and Rashford are among the top projections this week. As frustrating as they've been, it's surely not the week to sell up against Sheffield United who are worst in the league for expected goals conceded. In fact, looking at chances created versus chances conceded, Sheffield United are worst in Europe's top 5 leagues, a team to target with both defenders and attackers. Forrester home to Luton, so Gibbs White jumps into the top mids for Gaming 9. Beyond Gaming 9 their fixtures are a bit mixed though. Gordon or Neto might be the better picks and slightly cheaper. However, with the likes of Gibbs White, these cheap mids that are on penalties always have that additional route to points. If you iron up a Game Week 10 wildcard and you're looking for a cheap punt, he could be the one. Gordon returns from suspension home to Palace and he's only 5.6 mil. Two goals and four assists, he's only blanked twice. And one of those blanks was after 55 minutes against a game against Man City. He should be nailed on that left wing with Barnes injured long term. Really great enabler. Saka's projected 4.4 points, so he misses out this week but we need to keep the Arsenal mids at the back of our heads. Referring back to the point about Sheffield United being a team to target, Arsenal are home to them in Gaming 10. So if you own no Arsenal mids at the moment, it might be sensible to make sure you've got a route to getting them in. Saka's 8.6 mil, Erdegaard 8.5 mil and Martinelli 7.7 mil, also a really good price. Onto the forwards, and with Man City home to Brighton, Haaland's top with 7.3 points projected. Across all positions, that puts him top, Salah second with 7.0 and Sun on 6.4. If he went Haalandless, it's going to be a fixture to hide behind the sofa for. He's dropped back to 40 mil and he's dropped about 6% ownership, which is actually quite significant. He's bled about 600,000 owners. If you own Alvarez and you want Watkins, you might get away with postponing the move for one week. They're really close this week on the projections. City kick off at 3pm so there is an outside chance of some early news on the deadline stream so make sure you subscribe for that. On the off chance he doesn't start then it's an easy switch to make or if not Gaming 10 looks good when Villa are home to Luton. 
Holland is still searching for his first Premier League goal, but in the Champions League, he's been firing. He's got three goals in two games. Again, if you're looking at a Game Week 10 wildcard, he's an awesome one big punt to consider for that Sheffield United game. Bournemouth have got two home games back to back next, Wolves and Burnley, so Solanke a decent enabler option at 6.4 mil. After that, however, they do have City and Newcastle before some good games again against Sheffield United, Villa and Palace. Thanks for watching this video. Drop it a like before you go if it was helpful. More FPL content to come every day this week, so hit subscribe. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.